Are you interested in innovative education and diversity in school models? Do you see a need for something different to bring about a reformation in our current education system? If so, then you've come to the right place. Join us as we discuss what's trending with unconventional learning models, including microschools, homeschool co-ops, creative learning centers, hybrid school models, and so much more. I am your host, Delina Wallace, president and founder of Wichita Innovative Schools and Educators, also known as WISE. This podcast, Wise and Otherwise, explores what our local hub of education entrepreneurs are doing in Wichita. We will also explore and offer brief introductions to the many local and national organizations that support innovation and education. Welcome to Wise and Otherwise. Okay, well, thank you to our listeners for joining us again for another episode of Wise and Otherwise. I have with me today, Nick Love from Empowered. And I, we just met, but he comes highly recommended. Um, Nick, thank you so much for being on today. Tell us a little bit about yourself. It is a pleasure for you to have um, me here today. And I, I think the time is the most precious gift that we can give anybody. So anytime somebody welcomes you in or you grant your time to someone, uh, that means a lot. Um, I've been with Empower for about six or seven years now. I've served in so many different ro- roles, but my role now is to lead our training efforts um, as we try to deploy our resources and our ability uh, around the country to really help amplify and elevate what's happening within education. That's exciting. Well, tell me a little bit. I didn't ask you this before, but tell me about your interest in education and like, do you come from a background? Um, have you served in education or what's your interest there? Yes, I have a, a, a kind of wild story. I guess that's the story of my life. It's kind of wild and all over the place, but um, I do, don't directly come from education myself. My father served uh, as, as educational support for 39 years within uh, the USD 259 public school system. And so I've watched him create programs, run programs. Um, and then more recently, he led his own program called Ready to Impact, where he took uh, some of the most, um, I guess you would you would use the term of like dire uh, circumstances of students not being able to graduate. And he would help them graduate at like a 98 or 90%, 99% clip. Uh, and I thought that was very important, but I've seen him give, I think education is a, a service industry. You give of yourself as an educator, you give your time, you give your uh, your heart, your soul to this profession. Um, and, and so many are called and few are chosen, but I watched him do that for a very, very, very long time. And I knew that I wanted to impact education, but I didn't necessarily know in what capacity. I didn't know if I wanted to go in and be an educator, if I wanted to be a principal. I uh, struggled very early on with education. And so I wanted to be an example of, of what it could look like, what it should look like, what it would be like um, if we were to be a little bit more innovative, if we were to be a little bit more inclusive, if we were to really ask the students what learning should be like uh, instead of um, always assuming that we have all the right answers. So that brought me to wanting to have a greater impact within our educational system because I didn't feel that um, what I needed was represented throughout my educational experience. I love that. I love it. Um, You know, and I just find that 
those who are really working in this space in the innovative education realm, like a lot of times we have this intrinsic motivation, you know, it's from our own experience, like in our childhood, or we're trying to be creative and serve um, our own, our own kids, our own children. And we're realizing like there's a broken system. We don't want our kids in the conventional schools. We would love to provide more options or creative options. And a lot of times it's not necessarily about wanting them to come out of, you know, the school system or anything like that. It's more of like, I just feel like there's something better. I want to be able to just like completely think outside of the box and do what's best and cater their education to their needs. A hundred percent. And I think what you're really getting at uh, and what the heart of what Empowered is hoping that we do is amplify this ability to differentiate learning. It shouldn't be standardized. It shouldn't be just one size fits all. It should be able to cater to everyone's unique differences. My unique difference was I needed more time to read. I needed more time to comprehend. Uh, that wasn't something that it just I grasped really early on. However, I was urged just right along throughout the system. No one ever took the time and invested uh, in my abilities. And sometimes they always see me for what I couldn't do versus what I could do. Um, and so what we take is that approach of, I want your students, when they're with us, when they're with your educators, I want them to discover as much as they can about themselves. Discover the things that they love to do. Discover the things that they don't like so much. Um, and then let's develop knowledge and skills around those. How can we prepare ourselves to be to be great at the things that we're good at? Um, and then let's go apply and test up some of those assumptions. Uh, are you really as good as you think? Uh, <laughs> is that going to be something you could be profitable at? And if not, let's go back to the drawing board. We're not one trick ponies. I think as people, we have so many good, good things and so many uh, abilities, but we have to tap into them and we have to hone them. That's not without work, um, which is I think, sometimes a misconception. If you allow them to do whatever they want, they won't work. No, I think that you you incentivize that type of learning. You incentivize their ability to retain the information by making it more uh, palatable for them. And so as, as you, you talk, us being able to differentiate that learning is extremely important because um, there is such uniqueness between each and every individual. And we need to unlock that because once we do, then that uniqueness helps us solve problems. And that's what this life is about. You gotta be a problem solver. You gotta be a critical thinker. You have to have the ability to collaborate, but you never know if you can do those things well, if you never find out what you do well. Uh, and then how well do you do that with others? Uh, and where does your comparative advantage start to come in? And so um, we strive to work with it. Uh, educators and people who are passionate about transforming education to do so. Okay. Well, yeah, I really appreciate your outlook on everything and your interest in innovation and serving um, students individually. Um, tell us a little bit about how that, how Empowered serves students in an innovative way and what resources you offer for like um, education entrepreneurs or school founders? Like what exactly? Tell us more about this program and your organization. Yes, well, let's start with uh, Empowered itself. What we want to provide is a framework for how to not only attack school or attack education, but to start thinking about life. We want to make education real world relevant. Uh, there's nothing like the question, uh, the two questions that students ask, 
Why do I need this? And when will I use it? And so what we try to provide is the tools and resources and a framework for educators to tap into those very same questions. Why will they need this? Let's connect it to something that's happening into the real world. When will I ever use this? Let's connect it to something that's happening in the real world. But we all know as adults, every single day, we make decisions. So there we start with our principles. Our principles are what we use as our decision-making framework. We stop, we think, we ask. And now you may be thinking about, like, what, Nick, what are you talking about? We're talking about um, creating some norms within our classrooms, within ourselves, within our thinking that don't rely on rules, but they rely on principles. Rules, it's more of a control paradigm that you're trying to, to navigate each and every day. Should I break it or should I not? Principles is how am I applying this behavior in every situation that I encounter, whether it's inside that classroom, whether it's at work, uh, whether it's at how I'm doing my homework or my approach. Uh, so we start off with our principles as our decision-making framework. Those may seem very simple um, as you, you start to hear some of the words like responsibility or opportunity or freedom. On the surface, these words are very matter of fact. However, our experience with each one of those words is uniquely different. Uh, I use the story oftentimes with I have a 10-year-old and their version of responsibility is making the bed every day. Well, at 10, that was not my version of responsibility. I had a brother to look after and my parents were gone. And so our definitions and our, our contextual knowledge around that idea of responsibility was uniquely different, just like your students. And so how we're applying those mental models each and every day to create value is extremely important. It's not just, do I know the words, but how are you using them every day in your life? Um, especially as you navigate, what is my responsibility? What opportunities do I have? So they don't work independently of one another. They work holistically with one another. Um, so that's that's the first part. Mm -hmm. You got to define the principles in which you want to live by. The second part is now how do we bring that to life in the real world markets? And that's where it becomes fun because you talk about the tools and the resources that we have. What we believe in is let's get hands on. Let's make this experiential. Let's let the students feel what it's like to be a part of the market and have to make some of this very same decisions you and I do every day. Um, and so we simulate that with so many activities in our activity library at the disposal of every educator for free. <laughs> Uh, this is open source content uh, that you can find on our Empowered Hub, where it's a community of educators, and I'll take you to that here in a bit, where you can find uh, tons of resources and, and activities that you can use um, with large groups, small groups, um, some in virtual settings. But this allows the student to actually feel what it's like and then have to make decisions within the marketplace. You and I do this every day. We make the decision to go to work or not. What implications does that have? How we do our work, how we approach our work, what implications does that have? What is my comparative advantage to the group? And so you start to learn and weave in some of these fundamental economics and you dispel some of these other notions that economics are difficult. No, inherently every kid comes in not having to have a prerequisite. You're smart enough. 
you're enough. And sometimes as an educator, that's what it means. That's what it takes to amplify or elevate a student from one level to the next, just knowing that they are enough. Um, and, and when you have this framework of principles markets, we believe um, that changes their mindsets. You give them the power, you give them the agency um, for them to understand that they inherently have agency and then they can deploy that, that, that skill and that mental model in the world. Right. And, and you're helping to build their confidence, you know, with small things that really are not very um, risky at that stage, right. you know? So I love the activities, you know, we have brought some kids in to participate in some of the activities and I've sat in on at least one of your PD workshops that you have. And I know we have one here offered in Wichita here coming up next week. Very much so. Yeah. So we're excited about that. Um, why don't you, if you don't mind, tell me, first of all, before we go to your website, just kind of run through what would a typical workshop. So if we as education entrepreneurs had the opportunity to in, attend one of your in-person PD training workshops, what would that look like? This is going to be a three hour one. Um, what can we expect? We're going to put you in classroom desk and we're going to make you sit there and go through a technology plan. Not what it's like. I think this is where you'll find our uniqueness as an organization. Not only do we we create the tools and and have an idea of how the classroom experience or how education should be uh, driven, we also have a, a a kind of innovative approach when it comes to professional development. We want it to be hands on. We want it to be experiential. We want you to immerse yourself in this market, so to speak, this professional development market that is fun, it's energetic, but it's filled with tons of learning. It's filled with tons of aha moments. There is principles that you will be bringing out of every each and every lesson that we, we present in, in front of you. But then the, those lessons drive our behaviors for how should we be thinking about uh, the work that we're doing? How should we be thinking about discipline in our in our building? How should we be thinking about drawing each person's comparative advantage out? How should we be thinking about uh, where our opportunity cost is? And so we start off with a, a very immersive activity that you, as a person, you just can't help yourself with engaging with. But then we 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 talk about the secret sauce being the debrief. We try to extract as much as we can from that debrief and allow you to have the time to not only think about it at a foundational level, what did this feel like for you? Now, what would this look like in your classroom? What would this look like uh, in your decision-making? How have you seen this play out? And so it's very interactive. Um, there is tons of engagement. And we'd like to mirror what we would hope to see when we walk by an empowered classroom. And that doesn't mean that it always has to be activities, but there is always some collaboration that is happening. There's some problem solving. There's critical thinking. Uh, there's differentiation. Uh, we talk about different skill sets. Uh, many of the activities have multiple parts and multiple facets. So students can identify for those who attend, they can identify what their comparative advantage is. Maybe it's the pitching element. Maybe it's the design element. Maybe it's um, um, the, the critical thinking element. Maybe it's you are understanding that you are a great leader and you can help put all parts together. Regardless of what that skill set is, 
what we'd like to do is hone that in your time with us and then make it transformational and real that you feel like you could leave that training and go duplicate the experience. Because most of the times you leave a professional development and you're thinking, now, how would I ever do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, how is that even useful? <laughs> how is that even useful? Our goal is that when you leave that training, when you leave that 30 minutes, 90 minutes, three hours, six hour time with us, that you're ready to take action. You're, you're tired of the status quo. You want to do something a little different. Um, you have a risk taking mentality. And we're the, the good thing about Empowered is we're not just going to throw you out there. We have a support team here that is willing to support you along the way. We talk about it being a journey. Um, there is no overnight successes when we when we talk about transforming education, when we talk about um, seeking the outcome for our students. There's no overnight solution. If we had that, we'd be trillionaires. Mm -hmm. um, but it takes work. It takes work on the educators' behalf. It takes them understanding uh, how to create the right conditions of a classroom and the culture for these ideas to flourish. Um, and so we try to build uh, the foundation of that in our trainings so that whenever the, the, the times get difficult, you can always harken back to that, that foundation. Yeah, and as you're talking about the support that you offer beyond these workshops, it's not just like this one and done thing. Um, why don't you, if you don't don't mind, just show us your website. We'll we'll go there. We'll look through some of the things that you have to offer with resources, sure. and let's make sure that you talk about the grant opportunity for the micro grants. Now, do not judge me when you see how many tabs I have pulled up. <laughs> However, uh, I'm always working. That's how my brain thinks, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So here we go. Let me know when you can see that. Yep, there it is. Okay, so let's start here. You will be welcomed into the Empowered Hub. Uh, it's on our mighty network, empoweredhub.org. You can sign up for, again, free. There is no cost to you. Uh, but let's dive into to what is <laughs> most meaningful. First and foremost, you're probably thinking, Mick, you talked a, a lot, and I really don't understand it, but principles plus markets change mindsets. Um, we know that we need to have that decision-making framework. Again, I'll just reiterate that those principles are what we're always leaning on. They help us guide our behaviors. They help us make our decisions. Uh, but where are you going to make those decisions at in a marketplace? So you have to combine those two. I'm making decisions, whether I'm in the classroom, whether I'm at home. I'm making those decisions where they impact the lives of others, uh, as well as myself. And the better I become at applying those principles and leveraging them in every decision, my mindset starts to shift. And so how do you really bring that to life? Again, I'll touch a little bit. This activity library is filled with 100 plus activities with how you can bring uh, principles, markets, and mindset to life within your space. Uh, there are tons of activities here that highlight um, or focus solely on the principles, but each one, I think that what we have to say is principles and markets, they holistically, again, work together. I think that's what the uniqueness is. Um, there are some activities that target or, or aim to, to focus on principles a little bit more. However, you will still have those concepts that come out. So please go through our activity library, find what's useful to you. If it works the way it's written, great. If you need to tweak it a little bit, you have that autonomy, you have that agency, 
make it work for your students and your and, and your situation. And wow, we, well, that's you know, a lot. I, I, yeah, that's I a really lot. love all the activities you have. And and if um, teachers or educators have questions about things as they begin to explore on here and want to know how they can tweak this or implement different activities in their classroom, is there um, is there like a support online or, you know? I am so glad you said that because they can come right on down here and contact us at Hello Empowered HQ. We always have people standing by, just like Amy here, Dre, former educators uh, who have joined our movement because <laughs> they wanted to extend the help to others. They have seen uh, what this can do within a learning space. And so you can contact us at helloempoweredhq.org or you can call 866 or text 866-999. 3921 and somebody will respond to you very quickly. I think that's what separates us as well. Mm -hmm. um, we don't ask you to, to, to take these things, run with them and, and know it all overnight. We're going to support you along that journey. Um, and if, if, if these people here that you, you see featured can't help you, they'll connect you to the person that can. We don't want to assume that we have all the answers, but we do have the people who will do whatever it takes to find the answer. Mm -hmm. That's great. I love that. And then there's also a network of other educators, right? They can yes. kind of be a part of a community and everybody's able to share, you know, what they've done and their experience together. Yes. Uh, let me find the community. Here is our community where you will find thousands of educators sharing their daily experience of um what is happening in their learning space? What are they doing? This is one of our teachers, Brandon Wright, at Wichita East High School, where they've had a market day. And this allows students to really test those principles and market concepts in a, in a real and relevant simulation. Uh, if you had an opportunity to set up a business, what would it look like? How would you gain your customers? How would you deliver your product? How would you treat your customers? What is your customer like? What are they? What are they thinking? What is your responsibility to them? Um, all of these things start to come to fruition as they're going through this experience. So, what you may be wanting to get math across now, you need to understand your cost of goods sold. How much do you have in each <laughs> taco that you're selling, or how much do you have uh, in the, in your inventory? Uh, all of these concepts are real and relevant things that business owners, entrepreneurs. Uh, educators, parents, we're all thinking about this all the time. When I go buy cereal, I want to know, should I get the bag or should I get the box? How much am I getting per ounce? All of these things come out, uh, and sometimes we just take them for granted. And so our ability to be able to slow down, process, ask some of the difficult questions. But this community allows you to really tap in and engage um, with educators all across the country who are dealing with similar challenges and similar successes. And so if you have a question about any and everything, I guarantee if you put it in this uh, form, somebody's going to answer it. Uh, and it doesn't matter the content area and it really doesn't matter um, the, the grade level or um, anything of that nature because we are so vastly spread out from um, elementary school educators to high school educators um, core content, CTE content, uh, there is someone somewhere 
leveraging these resources in a way that is meaningful. And so we would just want to connect you with them uh, and you feel free to share what's on your mind. Yeah, that's great. As you were showing the picture of the market day um, there at East High in Wichita, that reminded me of one of the activities, you know, and that what we're able to do is just kind of like adapt this to younger students and even a smaller scale. So I know we're going to be having some activities. Um, one of them was like the dirt and worms yes. one. And that's like the same idea. It's like you have all the different ingredients to make this like little snack. And you have to like go and figure out what the cost is for each individual item. And then you have to figure out, okay, so now what am I going to, what am I going to sell this for to make a profit? Right. So um, yeah, I love how you're just able to engage the students in really creative ways and adapt the activities to different environments. It can be large scale, small scale, um, younger, older students. So I'm looking forward to that activity. I think we're going to bring a group for that. And it's perfect, right? So as we talk about grade levels, we may be talking about it very plainly of like, okay, so what is my profit? And as we go higher and we start our, our, de our development of our understanding of the content and the concepts, now we may start talking about uh, self-interest mm -hmm. and how are we making the lives of others better by making our lives better. Mm -hmm. And uh, the this all of these ideas that uh, what are we talking about sunk costs? Maybe we're talking about some scarcity, uh, subjective value. All of these things start to come to fruition um, just by doing dirt and worms. Yeah. And so I that's think that fair. that's the, the magic in it, the secret sauce, yes. is it allows you to take these conversations in a multitude of ways that uh, when you're just reading from a textbook, it's hard to kind of grasp. Right. Not to say that that's not... A, a good way, but that's one way. Uh, and so this allows us to iterate on a process of education in real time, like yeah. like technology is, um, instead of having to anchor to something that maybe three or four or 10 years old. Antiquated. Sure, sure. Well, I know that our listeners are going to be especially interested in the microgrants opportunity. So let's take the next couple of minutes. Um, we'll wrap up here and then just tell us what opportunities we have. If we come on to your website, how can we apply for this funding and what, um, what does that look like? So if you go, once you create your hub account and you look in your left so, um, toolbar, you'll see support tools. You're going to go over to microgrants. And you're going to think about the process. In order to get these micro grants, there is a <laughs> there is a little bit of, a, of work on your end that you have to do. You have to submit your class registration for uh, the 2023-2024 class. Uh, upon submitting that, you will then uh, use the same email. They'll verify your eligibility. You'll submit the grant application. For $500, that's right. We want to invest in you. Uh, we know that these activities, we know that the things that you want to pull off are associated with the cost. And we want to help urge you at the very beginning of that journey to be able to, to, to support you there. That is our investment within you. We verify the identity after the approval, and then you activate your preloaded card. And then what we all we ask is that you share back with us what happened? What was your student transformation? Submit this request. That's how we continue to create win-wins with uh, not only you, our customer, but those who are so graciously 
donating to the to this cause to allow this to happen. Um, and so we are very appreciative of each and every person that takes uh, part in these micro grants. I will say um, it is a, a great service to have, but it's not the only service. If you feel like you can be creative enough and you can pull these things off without, we have plenty of educators that aren't aren't using the micro grants. They they get the the idea of PMM and uh, principles plus markets equals mindset, and they're they're saying. I can do this with some of the resources I have in my classroom I, or some of the resources I have at home. But if you so choose to, to take advantage of this, which is a great opportunity, just share back with us. What is the transformation that you're getting out of mm -hmm. your classroom? What are you getting with your students? What are you getting uh, with your kiddos? Because that's something that we want to hold uh, high and say, hey, look, with this investment, we were able to change the lives of however many students. I love it. Well, wonderful. It's been so great learning more about Empowered. And thank you for your time. Thank you for everything that you've shared, all your investments um, in our learners. We're looking forward to that, not just the learners, but the the education entrepreneurs as well, the educators. Well, um, I thank you for having me. And, you know, more importantly, I want to say thank you. I think it's um, people like yourself, organizations, um, that, that come together and see problems that want to solve them. Um, and that takes a lot of sweat equity. That takes a lot of heart. It takes a lot of no's. I bet you get a lot of no's early on. Um, but for you to have the, 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 the mental fortitude to continue to go on, um, for, for those who are part of your group to continue to take the risk, to continue to see that there is a vision of a better state uh, and not only just look at it, but to be actionable towards it. I think that that is hats off to you and yours. Uh, and we wouldn't be here without the work that you all do. Um, and our role is to only continue to create activities and support tools that help amplify your efforts. And so to you or anyone else who sees this, if there's a new way, there's a better way, there's things that we should explore. Uh, please reach out to us. I know we won't say yes to them all, but we would definitely do our darndest to be as diligent um, with researching how those opportunities can be scaled. Uh, and we'll do our diligence in figuring out how we can potentially partner with, with you to make some of those things come to fruition. So I thank you for your time. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you. If listeners want to reach out to get in touch with you or Empowered, tell us again the website address and how they can get in touch with you. Hello at empoweredhq.org. Don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, we are waiting and chomping at the bit to help educators um, with any and everything. Uh, we may not have the answer, but dang it, we'll get in the... <laughs> in there with you and try to figure it out. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much, Mick. Thank you very much. Okay, bye. bye.